Welcome to the Vine Church TC Community Podcast. This is Jamie Jones, your host, and I am so excited to share with you conversations with people right here in our very own community. I hope this brings us all closer together and reaffirms to each listener that you belong. Today's guest is someone who moved here to the Tri-Cities right before the pandemic and right before everything shut down. And so I'm really thankful that I got to meet her before all that and that she was able to connect with the Vine Church. And I am so thankful that she agreed to be a guest. Here is my conversation with Rachel Rock. Rachel, I... I'm so glad you're doing this because oh, um, thank you. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to ask you some of these questions because, okay, so your answers that you sent me in advance were kind of short. I, so I'm, I'm so literal. I'm, I'm a so, really literal person. Well, I love that. And I just, I'm like, I need more details. Okay. So <laughs> I'm an open book though. <laughs> okay. So well, I'm going to ask you. Ask me details. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with my first question, which is, who are you? I am Rachel Lee Rock. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> yes. Okay. And uh, so let's go into a little more detail. So where are you from? I'm from Solvang, California, born and reared there. Yeah, it, it's just the most magical place to grow up in. It's between Santa Barbara and Santa Maria, California. It's on the coastline. So probably 25 minutes away from the beach. It it really is just a lovely town. Small town. I have a lot of history there. My um, grandparents, great-grandparents were pioneers to the town. So we have a lot of history there. Yeah, Danish oh. history. My father's side's Italian, French. My mom is Danish. So, okay. yeah, a lot of history there. Yeah, and so you were there for pretty much your whole life? I was. I actually just moved in 2010. Uh, when I was starting my divorce after 29 years of marriage. So I moved down to Ventura, California, and kind of just kind of got stuff together going through my divorce. Mm-hmm. Wow, you were, you were married for a long time. I was married for a long time. Yeah, I have two daughters as well. Yeah, it was a lot. You know, I got married when I was 19. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a long time. Like a lot of, you know, I'm past the point of pain and healing. So I'm, there's so, I'm actually, I'm at the point where I'm remembering good things from our marriage and with my daughters and stuff. So I'm very happy about that. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. So it was a lot, it was a lousy breakup. My husband cheated on me. He was a fireman and we, of course, we hung out with these people. We went camping, you know, I went to school with her. She wasn't my best friend. I knew that, but so, I mean, it was an awful breakup. It's the nightmare fireman, typical fireman thing that you never think you're going to go through, but here oh. I am today. I made oh it. Oh my so. gosh, you did make it, but I am so yeah. sorry. That's a lot to oh, go through. Thank you. You know, yeah. I have to say his now wife did me a favor at the time because if I really am honest, I wasn't happy. Mm. Things we just had drifted apart, and and I I just truly wasn't happy. Happy. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's been a journey, but I wouldn't change it because here I am. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm, I am the strongest I've ever been and I'm comfortable in my skin. Not comfortable with my quarantine 15, but I'm comfortable, <laughs> I'm comfortable in my skin, which is, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. Good for you. That's awesome. You're in a, you're in a new season. I am. I'm in a whole new season. I'm in a me season and I don't mean that in a selfish way. I just, I'm much, I would much rather take care of everybody else except myself. So Mm -hmm. I'm learning to take care of me, which is definitely a learned behavior, but I'm getting there. I like it. Oh, good. Well, where are your, you said you had two daughters? Is that what you said? I do. Where do they live? My uh, oldest daughter lives in Carlsbad, excuse me, Carlsbad, California. She, and she has a daughter who's my granddaughter who is, she's a little banshee. She is so wild. <laughs> I know it's really not funny, but it truly is a joy to watch my daughter who's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like I'm crazy. I'm a typical motherhood. I never have time for myself. <laughs> now you could kind of understand M. so it's it's fun yeah it's fun. how old is your granddaughter she's two <laughs> born on 9 11 218 which was kind of it was it was cool it was oh, nice it's yeah. a, a you know it's a big day but it was also a big day for us because my former spouse was a fireman so yeah it really when you live with a fireman if you are married it, it really is like a huge huge family so many mm. people in there yeah mm-hmm. So what about your other? My other daughter, Cassandra, she lives in Buellton and she has a business with my, um, she has a, it's called Patty Bakes. She's went to chef school. So she has a business with my ex-husband and I don't actually have, con- I don't have contact with her because she has requested, I don't have contact with her. So I'm kind of. I know I put short answers, but it's kind of interweaved. With my dad growing up, I had a lot of parent parental alienation with through my mother. Mm-hmm. So I'm living the parental alienation that I had with my dad with my daughter. So it's kind of lousy. I really haven't. I'm kind of to the point where I don't know my daughter anymore. It's been 10 years, really. So... She's doing well, I think, and I wish her well, and I love her, and I hope, of course, someday we'll be reunited, but at this point, I kind of have to just move forward for my health. Mm-hmm. So mm, That is hard. It, it has been. It's been really hard, but again, I, I'm just finally to a place where I'm good with me, so it's horrible, but there's so much other things in life, mm-hmm. and I truly feel divine intervention. I'm where I need to be right now. You know, this COVID thing has been a nightmare for everybody. And I'm stir crazy. I have cabin fever. I don't know anybody, but I truly just feel so blessed because I'm where I need to be. I don't have to worry about anything. Pam's not alone living with my cousin Pam. I'm not alone. So it's just as far as things could be really bad, but oh my gosh, things are really wonderful. Yeah. 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 That's a great perspective too. Oh, thank you. I try. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's been so many years of sadness in my life, just mm-hmm. with family and deaths you have of your loved ones and all that. And it's just, like you said, it's a new season, season of happy. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. And this, this crazy COVID stuff is not going to last forever. So no, no. And I truly don't believe it's the end of the world coming on either. I don't feel like we're in the rapture. It's, you know, just a little test. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully one that will end soon. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't, I, I really am. I'm I'm missing physical hugs. I'm I'm a Absolutely. hugger. I'm a How are you? You know, it's just to stay away. And I was talking with my daughter the other day, and I'm laughing because I've even told my cousin Pam this. I feel like I'm socially so lame now because when I get out, you know, do you talk to people? It's a six feet apart. Oh my right. gosh! Right, right. It kind of yeah. feels yeah, a little bit awkward. Like you're not. Sure. You know, like I was introduced to somebody the other day and normally you would shake hands and it's like, Hey, you know, (laughs) how you doing? Head nod. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. We're all figuring out how to do this. It's crazy. It is crazy. So tell me about your occupation. My occupation, you know, really, I would say my occupations, I worked for a professional nursery I, I worked at a bank, but my occupation really physical fitness, and then I worked I worked at a spa in a town called Ojai, California, which is a beautiful little town, and it was a destination spa where people would come and stay for weeks on end to lose weight, just to get a better self, sense of self, lose weight, you know, whatever, get connected back with yourself. So I met a lot of really wonderful people. I was hospitality as well as fitness instructor and the spa concierge. So I taught water aerobics. I did a dance class and aerobics class. Years ago, I taught step and spinning and all that stuff, which I'm looking forward to gym's opening so I can get back into that. But that is truly my true passion is that is fitness is just, yeah, it's that. And then the spa concierge, you know, I love makeup and all that stuff. I had two daughters, so it kind of just, you know, flowed together. So yeah, really great times. So anyway, this spa, the lady opened an original one in Palm Springs, California. And I don't know if you know of Jack Belaine. You ever heard of Jack Belaine? It was just older man who was huge on fitness through the years. He used to have a TV show and and she was connected in with him. And I met his wife, whose name is Elaine Lalade. And she is, I met her when she was 80, she's still alive. She's like 86, smart as a whip, still just I, I, so full of energy. It was just a lot of great people I met. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a really fun, like energetic it, type of very, yes. yeah. environment. It was, and a lot of ladies, a lot of, you know, spa, the, the um, excuse me, the facialists and the masseuses and all that. I got a close relationship with them too. And it's just, it's kind of a wellness. It's a whole wellness spa. So right. when you're in that environment, it's just, it's like you've taken a deep breath and you're calm and relaxed. It's really nice. Yeah. Sounds amazing. I want to go there. (laughs) Well, you know that gyms are open now, but they're not in full capacity, but, but you can, um, there are classes and stuff being offered now. Just so you know, you just have to, yeah, you just have to sign up, like reserve a spot, but they are doing that kind of stuff now. So you might want to. Do you belong to a gym? 
I do. Yeah. I Which go gym? to um, Columbia Basin Racquet Club and that's the one okay. off the bypass in Richland. And so they, yeah, I've been getting messages that, that, that you can sign up for classes and stuff like that. So just so you know, I'll look into it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you lived in the Tri-Cities? I have lived here since January. I moved here in January. It really, it was the week, it, the week of Pam's birthday, January 7th. Wow. So you and really have met, not been here I very long. I haven't. No, really. I haven't. So you I, connected, when did you connect with the vine then? That week, because actually I kind of, I was connected even before because Pam was already attending at Ethel and she'd share the share that I was moving here and I was moving out of my place alone. I just was stressed. So everybody was already praying for me and I was so thankful. So it really was the first weekend I, I got here on, um, I think a Monday and the next Sunday I went to the church. Yeah. Well, I must have met you pretty shortly after you moved here then because you, you and did, I, yeah. did, we were in the kids class together. Yeah, that was like the, I don't even know what, first month or first couple months. Yeah. Yeah. You just jumped right in. And then, I and I was like, wow, oh, this lady's awesome. You're and so we were sweet. with the kids. And so, uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize, I don't think I realized that you were just so new a to new, the Tri-Cities. A newbie. Yeah. Yeah. I love children and I um, belonged to my church, which is the Bethania Lutheran Church. Actually, I grew up across the street from my school and my church. So I was involved. I taught Sunday school when my children were younger. And we, we had so much fun in our church group. We played co-ed softball and volleyball. But I've always been active in that. And I used to also, for the church, there is an elderly, it's called the Lutheran home. And I would take the elderly if they need a ride to the doctor's appointments and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and then right before I moved here, I had found the Methodist church that I had gone to. So I was kind of branching out, but I just, that's just the way I am. I like community outreach and I like to get involved. Mm-hmm. And I really like to help if I can anywhere where it's needed. That's awesome. Plus, that's how you get to know people too. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're, you don't seem to, one to just kind of like hang back and just. I mean, no. you just, you're jumping right in there, which is, which yeah. is great. Oh, so, um, so you shared a little bit about your interests and hobbies, but I would love to hear you just talk specifically about your interests and hobbies and then what you're passionate about. I have a ton of interests. I'm interested in anything. I, I am. <laughs> I just am. I'm curious. I, I'm determined. I'm curious and I love life. So like I told you, I'm Italian, talking with my hands, so I'm passionate about life in general. But my, <laughs> oh, my hugest, I love flowers. I love taking um, photos of flowers. I love working in the yard. That has been one of the biggest blessings is I missed having a yard. And Pam has this beautiful yard, so I've been got my hands in the dirt and working with flowers. And I've also, my cousin David and Ethel Nelson, they've been doing a lot in their yard, so I've been helping them out as well. So that and music, I love, absolutely love music. That's my passion. I took piano lessons for six years when I was younger. Excuse me. I played the flute through school, all through high school. And then my senior year, I took up the alto sax for jazz band. So I, and my dad was a drummer. My mom sang, my aunt is a classical pianist. So there's a lot of music in my family. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So wow, that's, and that that's a that's a variety of instruments too. Yeah, and they're all, but they're kind of all the same keys. If you play the piano and the flute, uh, too, yeah, they're kind of and the alto sax. They were, it's the same key and the same notes, kind of. So it, it, I get, I can read music too. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. And so you're passionate about what did you say you're passionate about? Music. Music. Yeah, nature. Love nature. nature. I love yeah. being outside. I love dancing too. I'm pretty passionate about fitness. I mean, anything I could do to get outside and be physical, I'll do it. Yeah. I uh, love I doing love. that too. Well, I'm really into um, paddling. And so... <gasps> I love paddle yeah, well, I Oh was my thinking, gosh, Jamie. I was just totally. thinking of you. I'm like, you and I should do some of that stuff. Like, I so right now my, my, I have a, I'm part of a canoe club and that we're not doing it. We're not doing it right now because of COVID. Right. When we start, I'm going to let you know. Please do. Yes, I would love to. I love paddleboarding. I lived, before I moved here, I lived in Oxnard, California, and I truly lived right at the end of the street was the beach. So I walked my dog. You really, it's, I'm trying to think, like if you were in the church, in the school, and you walked out the front door to get to like the end of the street, that's, that was it. It was 300 and something steps to the street. So I loved it. And then up the up the road, like a mile or two was the, um, Oxnard was the Harbor. So it, there's beautiful homes in there. You go paddleboard. I went paddleboarding in there. Really yeah. just lovely. Yeah. Have you paddleboarded? I love water too. Have you paddleboarded around here? No, I haven't. I haven't done that. I haven't kayaked either. And I like to kayak too. Me just haven't too. had a chance. Yeah. Okay. I love, well, I'm a water rat. I love water. I did swim team in high school. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you and I are going to do some water. Okay, cool. Recreation or walking. I lo- or walking. I really would like to see if there's anybody in the church that wants to walk on a, you know, start walking. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I'm sure there yeah, is. Yeah, it was so cool. Sarah hooked me up with Giovanna, Lindy, and Faith. So all kind of like-minded. So I did, I went on a hike with Faith and, Faith and Molly. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to see Molly on Tuesday. We're going to go hike. Hiking. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of bummed that she moved. I'm so bummed she moved. So bummed. So we're going to meet at the Dalles and go for a hike. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Rachel, I would love to move on to um, my next question for you, which is, about your faith journey. And so I would just love if you could give an overview of, yeah, your faith, your, how, where you've been and where you are now. Where I've been. I, I, I don't want to come off as like overconfident or self-righteous or anything, but since I was little, I just have always had faith. It's never diminished. I haven't been as involved but, but like I said, I grew up across from like the school. My grammar school was here. The church was here. And my um, lower school was across the way. So we kind of always knew about the church. We go over and ride our bikes at the church and stuff. But the pastor, Pastor Peterson and his wife um, lived right by the church. And I sang in choir when I was five. I can remember... Um, Mrs. Peterson, his wife, 
being in the church and doing the little scales and stuff. So I, I was involved that way. And then when in grammar school, we had, um, gosh, I'm trying to, it was youth club. So every Wednesday we go and, you know, you have crafts and have a lesson and a dinner and, and all that. So I really have been involved in the church a lot. And then I, I would go by myself to Lutheran church. And then I, I had, I went through confirmation, got confirmed to the church and got married at the same church. <laughs> in fact, I walked over to the church in my wedding dress because my house was really four houses away from the church. So <laughs> I got dressed and walked over to the church in my wedding dress. So I have, I've really been with one church all my life, the same church. Mm-hmm. And I still, I still am in contact with my church, with the, with my friends and stuff. And I went with my mom when I was there at Christmas time and if I'm there. So I really feel fortunate. I have a real strong church there. I just have always had a real strong faith in that. So we're coming here. I would say I'm way more involved and um, I don't, I'm trying, I guess I'm feel. I'm really feeling the spirit here more. It's more just kind of, you know, ebb and flow and I'm back in. So mm-hmm. that's, that is very huge for me. That's always been huge for me. Mm-hmm. It's always been, it's, it's my constant. God is my constant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't have a real huge journey. I just always been dear in my heart and mm-hmm. I've had, I guess there has been controversy in my family. My sister was reborn a couple times in high school and real emphatic. And then I have a brother that conferred, converted to Mormonism. And there's just been a lot of, a little bit of strife and struggle with stuff like with religion in my family. So I'm not usually the one that talks so much about it or be so open, but it's always just right here. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, if that gives you any idea that it's, yeah. it's not that exciting, but it's just kind of, it's been my constant, my entire life. So yeah. I'm just happy. And I'm really happy to be involved in the vine is just exactly the community and everybody's been so sweet and friendly and it's lovely. I can't wait until, you know, we can get back in, but it also has given me a community of people that, have been really helpful and lovely during this COVID crap. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So is there a person or, or life event that significantly influenced your faith? No, not, not really. Not really. I just, like I would seek it out. I'd go to church by myself on Sundays. I, you know, I always admired my aunt, great aunt Margaret lived up at the top of our, at the top of the street and she'd drive her little Falcon down and park it across the street from our house and walk to church. So I could, I could say my great aunt Margaret, mm-hmm. you know, that just wanting to follow in her footsteps and, mm-hmm. and that. So, mm-hmm. and, and really pastor Peterson and his wife, Marion, because mm-hmm. Yeah. And our family all, we were all really close. So he, you know, if we had family parties or even somebody passed in our family, here's Pastor Peterson over, you know, having a, he loved his, I'm not sure what his cocktail of choice was, but he did love a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) He would, I, so 
I, I don't know if it's just the church being there or what it is, but it's just, I, I've always wanted to be like that. I've mm-hmm. always just aspired when I look to see people who are so knowledgeable with the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more than I thought I was though, actually. I'm reading the strange, uh, the beloved with Pam and Ethel and David. We're all reading it, having our little Bible study. And, um, I totally just lost track of what I was trying to say. Well, it sounds like maybe you were saying that um, you knew more than you realized. You knew. Oh, yeah. So talking about that, I'm like, wow, I know a little more than I thought. So that's mm-hmm. it. But I really, yeah. I, I've always admired, even I don't, I'm not Mormon and, you know, it's a different religion, but I respect my brother. That is what I can say, who I really actually respect is my brother, Tom, is so dedicated. He actually became the bishop and I I really respect his dedication to to his church. So mm-hmm. we've that's kind of he's been that he converted to Mormonism. Oh my gosh, I think I was eleven. So I just have always aspired to be in the church, know the Bible, and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So I guess mm-hmm. it's just kind of self motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have a story um, that? stands out to you in your life about when you knew God was real or have you always known or what does that look like for you? I've, I've always believed. I, I just, I've always believed. I have to say when I was going to confirmation, I remember the big discussion on God, the father, the Holy spirit, you know, all that. And the three, the father, son, the Holy spirit. And the way it was described, I mean, he's everywhere, he's everything. So um, it just kind of was instilled with that, with the lessons that I have. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do know, though, I have to say, my mother's first husband passed. And I always found this to be a fascinating story. She had a dream, and my grandpa Roy, his, his dad, had a dream on the same night that Danny came, sat on the end of their bed, said, everything's going to be okay. I'm okay. So that sort of thing. And I believe that. So mm-hmm. I just. Like they had a dream like about him after he yes, died. Yes. Yes. After he oh. died, he came, sat on the end of the bed. Same dream for both Grandpa Roy and my mother of him sitting on the bed saying, he's okay. Everything's going to be okay. And just coming to him. So. Wow. That's a gift. That's a real, yeah, a really big gift. Yeah. Yeah. So what is one question you have for God? <laughs> Why cellulite? <laughs> I, tried, I was trying to think of that earlier today, and all I could think is, why cellulite? <laughs> Why? Why? Right? Um, yeah, I like gosh. that one. I'd like to know his answer. <laughs> I don't, I I am a logical person. I I guess I am. I'm really logical and sensible. So I, I mean, there's times when you're going through strife and stress and you're like, why me? But I'm not anybody special. I'm just like everybody else. So I, I, and I know why, because he's just there to love us, whether it's good or bad. There's always a lesson to me. That is, that is how I am. I don't question God. I'll just say, okay, what is my lesson that I'm going to learn that I need to learn out of this 
please just let me know so I can do mm-hmm. it and move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, why cellulite? I like that one. Too. Yeah, and also, why cellulite? <laughs> On a really, really... No, that's so superficial. Why cellulite? <laughs> it doesn't, it can be any question. So yeah. I appreciate that. I you uh, know, actually, the only question I really could actually think of is, um, how is my grandma Lillian? How are my brother and my grandma Lillian? Like, that's really it. How's my grandma? I lost my grandma, my father's mom. And I was very close to her when I was 12. <clears throat> so I've missed her a lot. Mm-hmm. And then my brother passed when he was 49. It's been 16. It's been a long time, but it, and we have had in our family, my mother lost her mom. She lost her husband, her, which is in my father. And <clears throat> excuse me. So there has been a lot of gnarly loss in our family. So I, that's when I, I don't mean to sound like I'm so overconfident. I just have always believed. I've always known if I, and I've always said prayers, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just have, it's just been something that's instilled in me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really very boring that way. I don't, I don't question it. It's more like just what's my lesson to mm-hmm. learn here. So that's a great segue into my next question for you, which is what is something good that's come out of this um, quarantine or pandemic time for you? Oh, guys, so many beautiful things. I, I've been able to, I have, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me. I love my family. I'm all about family. And just being here with my cousin, Pam, being able to go over, see David and Ethel. David was, see, David's 12 years older than I am. And Pam's 11. So 11, 12. I didn't really know David other than just my big cousin, David, growing up. And he moved here 40 years ago. So I was 15, 14. Yeah, so it has been such a treat and pleasure to get to hang out with my cousins. We've, we've started, I asked, have our little supper club on the weekends, and we switch houses, and we've played games, and that. And we also now are reading um, The Beloved. And so that fellowship has just been it's honestly it's magical for me so i've really loved that really oh, love that, that and, sounds- I, and molly and i have met a couple times and gone on hikes and things like that so there's there's life is beautiful in general and i've been able to enjoy the yard and all that stuff so i don't really feel like i'm missing out on anything yeah <clears throat> wow you you have a long list of good things that's just oh, that's things. beautiful I, yeah i do i really I really do. A life yeah. really, really very blessed. All right. So I know you haven't lived here for very long, but I'm curious if you have an answer for this. What is your go-to order from your favorite restaurant in the Tri-Cities so far? Not that you've been able to like go sit down and eat orange very chicken, many. Orange chicken from <laughs> China Ex- or Panda Express. There we orange go. Chicken. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's good stuff. Orange chicken. Actually, sushi. I do. I love sushi. So I'm looking forward to. There's a sushi restaurant over. It's over across the street from the Rock Pizza place. If you know, I don't. I yeah, don't know over in Kennewick. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to check it out? Yeah, I have. I can't wait till it opens because I will get to go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is the title of the last book you read? 
Stranger God, I'm reading the Beloved now. Stranger God, we um, studied that in the Branches group. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I have my nose in a lot of different things. There's a magazine, I got books, I got Audible, all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm with you. Me too. Uh, okay, my last question is what is one thing that's bringing you joy right now? Like, oh gosh, my granddaughter. There's a lot of things bringing me joy, I would say. My daughter, my granddaughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being alive. (laughs) Really, life gives me joy. Do you get to FaceTime with her? All the time. My daughter calls me in the morning. (laughs) Sailor walks off with the phone and hangs up. It, it, it's just it's the cutest star thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you can't wait to see her. I can't. I can't wait to see him, both of them. I love my daughter. She She's had a rough go of it. She's, you know, had addiction and issues and she's sober and it's it wasn't the divorce wasn't easy on our family as a whole. We really were an incredibly close family. And we really were in love with each other at a time. And so, you know, my daughter was talking about that. Uh, She said, you know, I was telling somebody, she said, my parents were so in love when we were little. And we were. We just were. So it's been a hard transition for her, too. Mm -hmm. But she just, it's nice just to be able to be close again and get past all that stuff and and just move forward. Mm Mm-hmm. And now she's a mom, and you get to be the grandma. I do. I told her, sit down. I'm just going to be the grandma. Spoil her and send her home. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, thank you, Rachel. You're welcome, Jamie. I know it's not very exciting. Hey, don't even say that. You know what? I love life in general, so I'm pretty, you know, I can have fun with the cardboard box. I can, you know, get... I enjoy the moon and not the stars and stuff. So that every day there's something that's, that's beautiful in it. Yes. And so it was delightful to talk to you. Oh, you too. We don't need, we don't need excitement. We don't need like drama, but having, just being real and just, you know. I would say the biggest gift actually I take is drama free. My life is drama free here. I had a lot of drama with an old roommate and all that. So that is the gift is my life has been drama free here. So. Right. on. Yeah. <laughs> Kick it off and keep going. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. So you don't miss any of these stories that help us connect with each other right here in the Tri-Cities.